0: 4 p.m. slot every Tuesday. Dan, welcome back for another great show. Dubs, you do not have a mic on yet because you bailed on the boys last week.
1: What up? What up? Dubs is back. Makes a triumphant return. We got a big show on tap. Lot happening as well in the world of sports. The Boston Red Sox are your World Series champions. Four to one series defeat over the Los Angeles Dodgers. Stephen Pierce is your MVP. I called it, Patty. I don't want. I don't want to say I called it, but I called it. Um, when we were talking at home, uh, Mr. David Price, can we put some respect on his name? But first of all, Dobbs, say some, say hi to the. What, Mike? The folks. Are you on
0: Dobbs? I guess I get you in the game here. What do you got? Uno. Ugh. I hate that we're letting him get in the game this early. All
2: right, it's uh great to be back. Uh, all right, that's enough. That's
1: enough. Um, Dobbs is back, and uh, he went through concussion protocol, cleared it, and he the doctors ruled he was eligible to come back to the show. Dubs, do you have the playoff predictions from baseball? I do. I do. How do we do? I think we both picked you guys Boston, did,
2: right? You guys both got the world champion um, but missed on the um, NL side. Um, and Dan, I just also want to note that I went through the pre-show walkthrough yesterday feeling very good. Um, so protocol went really well this week. That's good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad it went well. And uh, glad to have you
1: back. We have, uh, as always, NFL talk. We got locks. We got picks. We got the full nine yards for you today. And we have a special guest, Mr. Patrick. We we uh, we teased it last week. We did tease it. Who do we got we going? We did tease
0: here? it. I will give Dubs credit, even though he did not show up. He was listening because he was at the very end of the show, going, "Ooh, boys, who do we got? Who do we got?" Big time coming on the show in about ten minutes or so. We have former. NHL player, current assistant general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Bill Guerin, joining us live over the air.
1: U.S. Hockey Hall of Famer. People sleep on that. People
0: do sleep on that. Guy played almost 20 years in the show, won a couple Stanley Cups.
1: Seventh in the United States players in goals. So kind of nice. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Uh, Another big get, guess
0: for the boys. Weird.
1: We're going to... um. Grill him a little bit with a little bit of uh, we we history the... from Billy. We got some good questions for him. We'll have some good
0: stories, hopefully, from Billy too. But... Oh, I'm ho-
1: we're hoping hey, we for some love good the stories. stories. We love the stories. Good stories. Uh, all right, Dubs. Let's get into first fi- five, five in the first five,
2: five in the first five. Here we go, Patty. I'll start with you. Dan, you can answer after. Um, so, uh, Clayton Kershaw is now one in four elimination games as in the postseason. Not great. Not will great. Will this Not a tar- stat- Will this statistic tarnish the three Cy Young winner's legacy?
0: I don't know. It, I think it will a little bit, kind of similar to LeBron's and how the comparison with him and Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan won every time he went. LeBron doesn't have as many uh, championships to his name, but at the same time, guys got three. Sorry, I just mentioned, Dan. Uh, it absolutely tarnishes okay, Listen, right?
1: Listen, listen. When you look back at guys, you say you you ask, hey, how many rings have they got? We we talked to Billy. He's got two cups. That's, no, that's the first cups. that comes up. Did he win? He won two cups. I know first thing that yeah. comes up you right. Uh, first thing that comes up to discussing the greats or great players or just players in general, how they do in the postseason, how many championships they have, it will always stick with Kershaw. and it will. it's Ask David it was, Price, man. It took a He was lights out. He
0: was lights good. out. In they that game they threw
1: him till his arm fell off. I felt like his arm was going to fall off. But uh, yes, the answer is yes.
2: Okay. Um, and then in the world, um, the Lakers are off to a bit of a slow start at 2-5, and five, losing to the Timberwolves last night. Dan, Dan's already excited to get is to it. Is it Here he goes. panic mode time in La La Land?
1: Patrick, I know you're not a basketball guy. Yes, so I started I would, to mention, though. As you should. <laughs> but it is not time to panic. First of all, they have no shooting. When your point guards Rondo and Ball can't make a stinking three-point shot, you got issues. You got a little France. defensive issues. They're giving up like 120 points a game. Can't get a big stop. They've been in every game this season. Not time to panic, but if it keeps going this way, Luke Walton, a couple guys are going to go. It's going to be bad in LA. Going
0: off that, it is not time to panic. In the words of the great Aaron Rodgers, R E L A X, relax. They have 75 games left. They've been in every game. And as you said, they're defensive. They got some defensive shortcomings they got to figure out, and they're three point shooting. They got to sort out. But. There's you just still said so, that I, just I know, said. but there's still so much time. Yeah, because you did a good job talking about it, man. Can't disagree with you when you're right as much as I want to.
2: What do we got next? Okay, uh, number three. Maybe the surprise of the year in NFL is in Landover, Maryland, as the Redskins are five and two, and our former Viking Adrian Peterson is on pace for over thirteen hundred yards this year. Can he and the Redskins keep it up?
1: Yes. I love the Redskins. Even though I'm a Dallas guy, Dallas. Guy too. <laughs> I like the Redskins, though. They got a good defense. By the way, they just traded for Packer. Great, can we say? Nah, he's not great. Packer safety, haha, Clinton Dix. Haha. One of the best
0: names in all of the world. To it's not sir, just professional sports. To uh
1: sure up the the uh secondary there. Uh as always they have J- Josh Norman, but yes, they can definitely keep it up, especially with that division, man. It stinks. You're that, you're automatic. Two wins with the Giants.
0: That's that's what it comes down to for me. They'll keep it up just because of the division they're playing and they they c- lack of competition. Just it's it's their division to lose. Nine and seven's we'll gonna get it done there. eh? Yeah, we'll see what happens with uh, with Philly. Made the trade today, obviously NFL trade deadline, trading for Golden Tate, which I think will help. But uh, Philly's had their struggles this year, sitting at five
2: hundred right now at four and four right now. Washington Redskins division to lose. All right, number four, um, in case you guys didn't know, Big Night in the world well, we of we know. We know everything, okay. Next question. Um, Big Night in the world of college football as the first rankings come out tonight. Who are in your guys' top four? All right, well, I think it is
1: pretty clear who the top four are pretty, going yeah. to be with Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, LSU. But I don't think that LSU and Alabama will both make it. If I had to say right now, I would say... Alabama, obviously. Clemson's not going to lose. Notre Dame's not going to lose. And then that fourth spot's either going to be Ohio State or Michigan. Dan, no words. Bang on. Guy knows his college football. Good answer. Good answer. I like that.
2: All right. And then um, finally, uh, Hugh Jackson got canned from Cleveland with a stellar record of (laughs) 3-36-1. Also, Todd Haley, very vocal offensive coordinator, got fired as well. How does this affect Baker Mayfield's development?
0: Um, I think it'll affect it a bit, but at the same time, they have been in most games this year. We've talked about every week they've they had a kicker. They get about, they start off, what, 5-0 if they have a kicker?
1: You were saying 7-0 the other day.
0: Yeah, I know, but they lost a couple tough games. But, I mean, he's still his first year in the league. Browns aren't going to be a playoff team. Nobody thought they were going to be. They are better than what people thought. But I think it's still going to be a great year for Baker to continue to develop and just get reps at the NFL level because everybody knows, I mean. The NFL, it's such a massive step going from college and just him being able to play a whole most of the year since he didn't start off the year as a starter, but get, get most of the year to get his reps in and get some more NFL experience.
1: I think, like you said, playing, practice makes perfect. Obviously, when you get the reps in, you're going to get better. But as evidenced by Mr. Jared Goff, Facts. System and coach makes so much difference, and this is going to hurt Baker Mayfield in terms of getting, having to know a new system when he gets a new coach and an offensive coordinator uh, because Greg Williams there, the defensive coordinator, is filling in. But it's going to hurt him in that respect of just setting him back to having to learn a new system. He's going to have to learn a whole new playbook from the offensive coordinator and the head coach. Uh, but like you said, he gets the reps, but sometimes that is not quite everything. In my opinion, so I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. Jury's still out because it's only his first year, but we shall see. All right,
2: good stuff, guys. Great to be back.
1: Uh, we are glad to have you back, Dubs. We I think our thoughts and prayers really. Uh, we said you it back. about
2: twelve times for you.
1: Yeah, really, yeah. will you back? You know what? Give us the trivia question. We we don't want to wait till the end. Give us the um, trivia question of the day, please. I know
2: you guys are excited about this. Um, it relates it to day. our uh, great friend Hugh Jackson. So in his historic two and a half years in Cleveland, he had seven <laughs> seven different starting quarterbacks. Can both of your elite football minds together name all seven? I think we can do this, Patty. Well I mean
0: just this year you already have Baker Mayfield, Tama Co-
1: Taylor. Cody Kessler. That's three Deshaun Kaiser. Uh
2: Derek De- Anderson. Brian Hoyer. 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 is not on the list. He was a uh, Mike Petton coach team with Johnny Manzo. So we, so, have, he's been so we have. There for what do we have?
1: Oh, Colt McCoy. No. Shoot. We need a Browns dude. There's been too many Browns yeah. quarterbacks. So oh, do we Jell? Have? Right. Oh,
2: good. Johnny Manzo is not on the list either. What? How? Oh, you you guys are going to kick yourself. You missed these three. Wait, how many do we- you got? Four. We have. Yeah.
0: Baker, Taylor, Kessler, Kessler, and Kaiser. Yep. Uh. Dude, we gotta know this. Yeah, we should. Oh man, this is going to frustrate me. So seven
1: quarterbacks in three years is pathetic. Uh, oh, Kevin Hogan.
2: Kevin Hogan From, uh, is. On was tight. That was tight. The Stanford Cardinal. That was tight. Alum. That's five. I'm We're missing two. two. Right. One oh. of them has some sweet, sweet hair. Wait, Colt McCoy's not in there. No, Colt. Colt McCoy's oh, been. Robert watching. Griffin. Yep. RG three. Yeah. Oh, oh guys, my! You guys got so one, six, more. Yeah, one more. I was thinking You're they had the one year too. where they had like four quarterbacks.
0: I know. When they cycled through they that had year with Hogan, RG three.
2: RG3. Who else was in that? You guys want a little hint for this, this last one? This is so one?
0: frustrating. Yeah.
2: Well, actually, yeah, we'll take one more hint, but but you have hint. to say that we got it if we get it. Facts. Okay. Um this quarterback replaced Butler in Chicago and later got a huge contract in Tampa Bay. Mike Glennon. No. Fuck. Um, he currently plays on the New York Jets. Mark Sanchez. Great blonde hair. God, I'm stinking. Blonde that hair. hair.
1: Josh McCown, Josh, Josh McCown, McCown. That's it. Josh McCown. Josh. Run it back here, Dubs. Who who, so, who was it?
2: Baker,
0: RG RG three, um I forgot Josh. Hogan, Hogan and uh McCown. Josh, yep. Shoot. Does that we got that? Yeah. yeah I mean we you got guys that.
2: you guys trusted the process.
0: Yeah, we we process. did trust the process. Put it together. We're a big we're, process We rallied off a lot real quick
1: You wanna uh take a quick break before uh we get Mr Bill Guerin on the on the on the call so we can get out of yeah, the way? Yeah, might as well here.
2: Need to quick order a new pair of headphones or a book you've been wanting to read? When you order on Amazon, head to smile.amazon.com and set your charitable organization to Friends of Madison Student Radio. At no cost to you, Amazon will donate a percentage of your purchase to WSUM. For more information, visit smile.amazon.com.
0: Back here, Beyond the Badgers, 91.7 FM here in Madison. We are just waiting for a scene guest of the friend of the program now. About to Billy G. About to be friend of the program. But Billy
1: G. If you just joined us, if you missed any of the action, if you missed any calls or guests or shows from the past, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Just search Beyond the Badgers. We're also on Twitter, Dubs. uh, Dubs, check us out. I know you you haven't followed it yet. I'm pretty disappointed. Uh, Follow us at Badgers Beyond. You can just search Beyond the Badgers in Twitter. You'll find it. Um, and you'll, we post all the shows there. We have a social media director. His name is Jake. We love him if you're Jake, listening. Brother Graff. Respect. Uh, but, yeah, check us out on Apple Podcasts or on Twitter if you miss any of the, of the action.
0: Quickly, just while we wait for Billy G to call in here, trades today, NFL. Pretty good. Some nice.
1: moves. Uh, Mr. Ty Montgomery. We'll, t- we'll get to that in the NFL, but... Uh, Ty Montgomery is gone, thank goodness, from the Green Bay Packers <laughs> to the Baltimore Ravens. Ha, ah, Clint Dix is gone. Golden Tate, like you said, is gone. Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas, that was the one that caught me off guard. I didn't see that coming. Big trade to the Houston Texans, and his first game is in Denver against the Broncos.
0: I think that's nice for for Houston, give uh, DeAndre Hopkins some help, him another threat. You think? Well, oh, come on, man. You know what I'm saying, though. It's nice. It helps. Right now, they're in the they're in the division lead, sitting at five and three. Low key. That's pretty nice. <laughs> low that's key. Nice. People sleep on it. the fact that the Houston Texans are five and three
1: after uh, a very somewhat dismal start. Dubs, do you have who we picked to win the AFC South? Because I I think I picked Jacksonville. Both of you guys had Jacksonville. We both had Jacksonville, that's, that's, who have oh been God.
0: dreadful in the last few weeks. That ever since Jalen Ramsey went off, as he always does. I shouldn't even say since, because he always goes off.
1: Dubs what's uh what's what's the records looking like here in the NFL picks, yeah, picks and locks for college football and NFL? What do we got?
2: I mean either if you're picking with Patty or Lobo, you guys are doing pretty well. Uh I got Patty I at forty one in thirteen over good. the past three weeks. Pretty good. Ooh, and then we got Lobo he's still doing very solid at thirty seven seventeen. Um and then now in regards to locks, we have Patty at four in three. And Lobo at, in, I believe, at NFL or college football. Um, give me a second. Uh, I th- I believe it is co- that is college football. All right, All Dubs. Right.
1: We need you ready. This this had to be done yeah, before you're
2: the supposed show. to be you coming. Were, you in. said you were yeah, doing. Come
1: went through protocol.
2: Yeah, but the walkthrough did not persist of getting the information down. It was more about testing the sounds. You know, seeing how the <laughs> head was reacting. <laughs> respect, but respect. I apologize. So what's the locks Mark, then? Did you? Yeah. What about college say? football? We're, you said give you a minute. We'll give you a minute. Well, um, so okay, Lobo was two and four going into this week. What? No. With college football, I um, stink. And then, uh, I believe you went two and one in college football and yeah. one and one in the NFL.
1: Dude, I stink. Oh, um,
2: my so my you
0: lock were, last week in the NFL, I'm pretty sure it was the Redskins minus one. Yeah. Easy free money.
2: Yeah. Because um, the Giants Adrian stink. Peterson. Little sixty-eight yard scamper too. Kind of nice.
0: Kind of mm. nice. The Vikes. Giants. The Giants stink, man. I think your your lock was the Vikes. Last yeah, it was. It was. That was tough though. Drew Brees and I the mean, boys.
2: If they don't fumble the football, if Thielen doesn't fumble.
0: Yeah, that was a that was that a TSN turning point. Shout out like TSN that? though. Shout out TSN. TSN's the real deal. Friend of the program, Pierre McGuire, formerly TSN exec, now NBC Sports. Hopefully have him on. Again, we at some point, on. we'll have him on. We'll, have him on. we'll get in that. contact. We'll get in contact. He's already been on twice. Again, if you missed any of those, check him out. They're online. They're on Twitter, Facebook. No, they're not on the Apple podcast, Eh? We should probably no. do that. We should get him on there.
1: Absolutely. Uh, as well. Again, while we wait, so we can keep churning out content, as I like to say. I like that. Why don't we do a little power rankings? Because might as well. It's a big swing in the NFL, and I have a big swing in my power rankings, Ooh. number five, I am going I to go I got a new with, one.
0: I haven't been in my rankings yet this year.
1: I am going to go with the Carolina Panthers over oh. my Chargers. My Chargers Man. off this week. Did you, you look at my picks before? No, I didn't. Carolina Panthers at five. I have Patriots at four. Yep. I have the Kansas City Chiefs at two. Or three, sorry. Three. And I have the Saints at two. With the big win over the Vike. And their counterpart this week, the Los Angeles Rams at one. Patrick, do you have the same?
0: Do not have the same. Flip-flop I have is in between two and three. I got Chiefs at two, Saints at three. And the Rams undefeated can't knock them automatically, number one. Then Pat's up. at five. You like the Panthers? I do like the Panthers.
2: Dubs, do you or like? Are you ready? Or? I got my power rankings. Uh, uh, we're going to save well, them We're going to save them because so, yeah. we got Billy G. Cohen. Because nobody
1: cares. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, Dubs. How's Billy? Good,
0: buddy. How you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Doing well. Wow. Uh, Billy, this is my co-host, Dan Labosky. Uh, we just want to say for uh, for taking the time to come on the air.
1: Yeah. Hey, Dan. No sweat. Anytime. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Uh, I, heard it, I heard it's going pretty well. It's going, right. going well, and uh, thankful, sure. uh, thankful you're able to come on the pod. Absolutely.
0: No. Um, obviously, again, we appreciate it. You just got back from a scouting trip over in Europe, so time changed, i a little tired, but um, we'll uh, we'll dive right into it here. Um, great, great. I'm ready to go. So, first off, what some people might not know, you played for eight teams in your career, played 100 games L. Um, different stops along the way, New Dallas, uh, Pittsburgh, just a few of them. Um, what does it mean to you, uh, had such a long and successful career, and maybe did you have a favorite uh, stop along the way where you enjoyed playing the most?
3: You know what? I, I mean, hey, listen, I, every day I spent on so, it, um, you know to you know, be able to live out my childhood dream, and um, you know I made a few stops along the way, and you know yes, if, you know there's a favorite. I I tell everybody this too. There there's good and bad things about every about everywhere, and mm-hmm. you're gonna like some things and you're not gonna like some things. But you know as you get older, uh, like like we all do, you just tend to look back on the positive stuff and. And uh, I, I've got positive things to say about every place I've been. And um, it was a great experience.
1: Now, specifically, Patty obviously mentioned uh, a lot of stops you made along the way. But specifically, I wanted to ask you about New Jersey because you played for, uh, I'm from Minnesota, and uh, you played for the coach that started the Wild <laughs> franchise, Jacques Lemaire. What was he like? Because I never could understand him. And do you have any <laughs> funny stories about him? <laughs> He's honestly uh, probably the best coach I ever played for. I wow, mean, wow. as for like experience,
3: um, just uh, like um, I, I guess just a, a a way to teach team hockey. And Jacques was the guy that had um, complete authority, and mm-hmm. you know you couldn't you couldn't really. It was really hard to question Jacques because. Yeah. He had 11 Stanley Cup rings, and he's a Hall of Famer, and he played with all these great guys. Um, you know, he played with Shutt and Lafleur, mm-hmm. and it was really just hard to question anything he would tell you. And the great thing about him was that he really got us to just buy into a team system and a team environment, and it helped us, so we won. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, he was great to great to play for. Not always easy, Yeah. Uh, but I learned... The five years that I played for him, I learned a tremendous amount uh, about um, not just playing in the league, but what it takes to be a good teammate, what it takes to, to play on a winning team.
1: Now, you grew up in Massachusetts. You played for Boston College, uh, college hockey. Two questions here. First, are you a Red Sox fan? Are you pumped about the World <laughs> Series championship? And second, how'd you get to BC? um and chose BC obviously over BU and a plethora of other college <laughs> hockey. That people. was
3: an easy choice.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> it.
3: Uh, no, I am a Red Sox fan. Mm. I, I, I am pumped. I I, I didn't see any of the games though because, like I said, I was over in Europe and I just lost touch of what was going on. But <laughs> I think it's it's amazing what they've done. You know, I mean we we went so long in Boston without uh, without seeing the Red Sox win that I mean, they've rattled off, I don't know, four or five in the last, you know, 15 years. So it's been awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, BC was great. I, I, you know, I I went for two years. Um, I grew up in the 80s, really. Like, you know, and when my heart was set on going to BC when I was about 14 years old and Doug Flutie threw that Hail Mary pass in the Orange Bowl. Awesome. And I just said, that's where I want to go. So um, back then, before you... Before you committed to a school when you were 12 years old, you you took five visits, and I visited five great places. I went to BC, BU, Maine, Providence, and Michigan State. I had a great time at all my visits there, all great places, but in the end, it was, uh, you know, in my heart, I really wanted to go to BC.
0: Now, uh, obviously, as Dan uh, touched on, you played in New Jersey. You got your start there in New Jersey, uh, won a cup. Really, early in your career in 1995 with the Devils, it took another 14 years before you won your second Stanley Cup with the Pittsburgh Penguins, team you now currently work for. When you first came in, you won that cup so early on. Did you th- almost think it was going to be easy to win it again?
3: Oh, you think you're going to win every <laughs> every year, or every other year, of course. <laughs> and then reality sets in. We didn't even make the playoffs the next year. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it's a, it's a tough league, and nobody cares what you did the year before. They're going to try <laughs> to beat you every night. And um, yeah, 14 years, and, and you know what? To be honest with you, it, it, after a while, I'm like, "Holy cow! I, I gotta, I, I gotta try to get one more." And I think that's part of the reason for the bouncing around. You know, you're just searching for that, searching for that win. And, and you know, luckily enough, it, it 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 happened in in Pittsburgh, and um, you know, it was really cool because you know. In 95, uh, my wife and I were just, you know, we were dating then. So she was around, but we didn't have the four kids. And, um, you know, for the second one, we did. And it was a totally different experience. and It was just
0: awesome. You know, people talk a lot about in sports how hard it is to repeat as champions. The Stanley Cup, especially in the Cup, talk about the Stanley Cup hangover. That play a role at all in not uh, making the playoffs next year? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think we did, and, and you
3: know, uh, I, I really do. I, I think it's, it was such a short summer. Um, that was a lockout year. I think the cup on—I don't know—it was like mid to late June, maybe June or something. So we really had two, two months to get ready for training camp again. It really hurt us. I think we had a great start, and uh, you know, we were we were inconsistent all year. You know, and that's something that we were never before. We were never inconsistent. And you know what? It came down to this game. Um, we played Ottawa, uh, 82 at home. And one of our former teammates, Tom Chorsky, scored two goals, and we lost <sighs> 2-1 and had
2: us out of the playoffs. Brutal, tough.
1: Brutal. Now you were elected to the United States Hockey Hall of Fame in 2013. Obviously one of the best American-born players to ever play the game. Um, your question was, when you were growing up in Massachusetts, was there an American-born player that you really looked up to? And what was that feeling like when you finally saw your name enshrined uh, in the United States Hockey Hall of Fame?
3: You no, know, I, I, uh, I was told when uh, when the U.S. won the Miracle on Ice, and that was that had a huge impact on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so all the guys from you know the 1980 Olympic team were, were heroes of mine. Um, through you know, as I as I kind of grew and got into the NHL, I always followed you know, some of the American guys like Joey Mullen and Kevin Stevens, Brian Leach, um, you know, Phil Housley, all, all these guys. And, and playing with some of the, you know, our generation had some really, really great players. Uh, you know, Dougie Wade, Tony Monty, J.R., uh, John LeClaire, Keith Kachuk, you know, there are, there are just a ton of guys from our generation. So it was a really cool time to be an American player. Um, and yeah, to, to receive that honor was, uh, was really special i was thrilled to i was thrilled to to get it and um we had a really nice ceremony in detroit and yeah it's just uh it's pretty special
0: if you're just joining us here now over the air we are speaking with bill Guerin, a longtime nhl player and current assistant general manager of the pittsburgh penguins uh billy the game of hockey's changed so drastically over the years um from the time that you came into the league to the way it's being played now um specifically when you were a player um, you played in the clutch and grab era and as well as the, the be, kind of the beginning of the high flying speed and skill era. What was that transition like for you as a player?
3: Well, I mean, it's it's definitely something that you have to uh, you know be conscious of and uh, you know and and adapt to. You can't just say, well, this is what I am, this is how I play, you know like it or like it or not, you have to adapt to the way the game plays, and that's how you that's how you survive in the league. And you know the league goes in these, you know, rotations. You know there was uh, the wide open style of the '80s, then the, the trapping, clutch, and grab in the '90s, and now we're into the speed game and the, you know, the the one on one battles are so important. So you have to be able to adapt. And um, you know, it was it was. I mean, it's just what you did. Like I, I didn't really, uh, you know, I, I guess have too much difficulty with it, but I, I sure did. <laughs> like the new rules when they kind of got rid of some (laughs) of the clutch and grab. Um, But it was, uh, you know, I've always just enjoyed playing the game no matter what style.
1: Now I've seen a couple videos of you on YouTube mixing it up uh, (laughs) to a couple memorable ones from Eric with Gary Roberts and Rob Ray, when you just absolutely ripped Rob Ray's jersey off and just feeding them. (laughs) Um, Is there any memorable memorable fights uh, or just one fight in general uh, that really stuck out to you in your career? Yeah, I would. I did not rip Rob J- Ray's jersey. Well, that's what the announcer oh, huh. was saying. Preferred, so. he
3: kept it on. Yeah. Well, that's uh, what they It's not what you want to happen. A little bit tough. easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one fight I had was against Mike Keenan in, in uh, the oh, old Montreal done. Forum, Ooh. and um, you know I was young and um, you know Keener's a guy that I, I have a ton of respect for, and um, I, I knew that he could fight, but I was just trying to make my trying to make my way in the league and. Um, you know, we, we had a really, really good fight. That was probably one of my better ones in my career.
0: Now, in hockey, uh, you know, fights are even, sometimes happen to occur in practice. Uh, you had a bit of an incident in training camp when you were in Dallas. with a teammate came in number five of the TSN top ten, top fights between teammates. Can you share that story with us?
3: Um, yeah, I just lost my cool a little <laughs> bit. I, you know, maybe, uh... I, yeah, I, I guess I just didn't uh, didn't like what happened. And I, I I lost my cool. I, I think I probably handled it a little.
0: Did he deserve a, it?
1: A
3: little, a little over aggressive. <laughs> uh, nobody deserves that. <laughs> nobody deserves that. That was Patty's
1: that. question, not mine. Just saying. Just saying. I, I had to. I, I had to. Yeah, yeah.
3: No, nobody deserves that. I think if <laughs> I could go back, I'd probably change the way I
1: handled that. Now you mentioned uh, the the 1980 Olympic team really had a big impact on you. Uh, what was it like for you? You played you played in three Olympic games for the United States. What was it like for you to put on that USA crest?
3: Hey, anytime you can represent your country, and especially in, you know something that you love, it's it's a huge honor. Uh, those those Olympic games were, were amazing. Uh, the World Cups were amazing. Anytime you can put that you know your country's jersey on um you know for me the u.s it's 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 awesome and we had such a great group of guys too we had a really special group um you know it's just we were really tight and uh, it was basically the same core for you know uh you know probably two or three of the olympics and then two of the world cups so we went through a lot together as a group
1: yeah, was there a fam- favorite teammate, uh, whether it be from the United States, when you your time playing in the United States, or uh, in the NHL that you really bonded with? And uh, is there any stories you could share with us, with that teammate? Yeah, Dougie Waite and Keith
3: Kachuk are two of my closest friends. Two of the best teammates you could ask for. I was mm-hmm. lucky enough to play with them in St. Louis. So we played on uh, three teams, two World Cup teams, and... Three NHL teams with Dougie and one with Keith, mm-hmm. so we have a we have a deep history together. All our fa- our families are close and everything like that. We got a bunch of stories, but I'm not gonna Hello for the air.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shoot.
3: Um,
0: as a player, you were always known as being a bit of a practical joker on a team. You know, somebody keeps it light around the locker room. What was it? you could air it over the air? Best prank pulled on somebody or had pulled on you? Oh man. In the spot.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to give away all my secrets. <laughs> but you know what? Like nothing. I, I anything. You know, outrage. Not like the things that you see like on, online today. <laughs> it was just. You know what? Uh, it was just you know, filling a guy's pockets with coffee grounds or Ooh. you know, putting putting stuff in his skates, cutting laces, things like that. But just you know, imitating. I like to make fun of guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of a. Uh, that's the way I show like that. That I like you. If I don't make fun of you, then, you know, then I don't really like you. But I, I really do. That was, that was some of the most fun times for me. Is like teammates are all busting chops, and I,
0: I really enjoyed that. How how important that is that uh, for a team and a locker room? Obviously, on way it goes in the playoffs, how important is it to have have guys like yourself or other busting chops to to keep things light?
3: I I think it's the seasons too long. I right? I think what's more important that, that somebody keeping things loose is that you can't take yourself too seriously. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Like if you can't, if you can't laugh at yourself from time to time, then you're going to struggle. It's just going to be, you're just going to have so much pressure, internal pressure put on yourself. And I think there's a time and place for, there's a time and place for everything. Um, You know, and I I like to think that like my teammates would think that when game time came around, I was ready to go. No, no questions asked, but Mm -hmm. You know, there's a time for practical jokes and and hanging out with your teammates, but you know what? When it, when they drop the puck, you gotta you gotta be ready to go.
1: Now you mentioned the internet uh, in a couple <laughs> couple questions back. Uh, interesting. Now that these players are playing in the social media area, where everything's kind of scrutinized, how much different do you think the league and and just stories in general uh, would be if there was social media back when you played?
3: <laughs> It'd be a lot different. I mean, it's it's so different now. Like there are just things that that players do now that we never would have done like mm-hmm. it's just like you know all um, we we struggle with it like our generation it's almost like well i would never do that because my own teammates would have beat me up mm-hmm. <laughs> never mind never mind guys on the other team um, but you know what that's that's for that's for guys like me to adapt to like i said earlier about adapting to the game well, you also have to adapt to the culture, and that's the culture that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, these young, you know, the, the young players, you know, they all have Instagram and uh, Snapchat, and, you know, they, they show where they're on vacation, they show their Halloween costumes, they show what they had for dinner last night, and I'm just like, yeah. you know, for me, it's like, who who cares what you read,
2: <laughs> but,
3: but, but people do care and it's, yeah. you know, they're letting people into their lives and, and, um, you know, in, in a way it, it's maybe not for some of us, but, um, for a lot of these guys, it's great. And it, it does let the fans show who these people really are. And I, I think mm-hmm. that's pretty cool.
1: Last question from me now transitioning when you were at the later stages of your career in the NHL and even after your career, did you always know you wanted to uh, join a front office uh, in hockey and really stay within the game? Um, yeah.
3: I. You know, when you're young, you don't really you – know, obviously you're going to play forever. You're never yeah. going to get old. You're always going to have good legs. So you don't really <laughs> think about that. But as time goes on, you, you do. And, uh, yeah, this is this is always something that I've wanted to do. Um, I've been really fortunate to work around some – some uh some great people that have uh that have really helped me out and kind of guided me uh one of those guys being patty's father randy Absolutely. and uh you know ray shiro jim rutherford all, all these great great people that, that that i've been around it's uh you know it's been really uh i've been really fortunate
0: obviously the last question for me here uh billy before we let you go um obviously that transition like you said you, when you're playing you think you're gonna play forever and then Kind of the end of their career comes around. Hockey is a business at the end of the day. How different and maybe difficult was it for you uh, transitioning from the the day to day life as a player to being on the other side of uh, on the other side of things, more as a in a management position and more on the business side.
3: You know what? It was it was extremely difficult. I, I won't lie to you. The one thing that I do that I was kind of surprised at was because I got involved in. The management side right away I didn't I I had camaraderie I had camaraderie with you know with our scouting staff with our management staff you know we we meet up on the road um, and watch games we we have our our meetings twice a year you know so we we do have our camaraderie it is like a, a team so I didn't really miss that aspect all that much what I really really missed was playing the game competing Game day, getting ready to compete against other guys, and um, you know that that really, you know the you have all this energy and this testosterone built up, and there's nowhere no place for it to go, and that's really hard to replace. And to get that competition is that physical competition is almost well, it is impossible. So you have to deal with that mentally, and it's not always the easiest uh, the easiest of days. But um, if you keep yourself busy and you Challenge yourself in different ways. You know, it's it's a great life to be in.
0: Well, Billy, just from myself, I want to say thank you very much for for taking the time. Obviously, you guys have a game tonight. Uh, taking the time to come on the show with us, so awesome to talk about your playing management career. So, again.
3: Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Anytime, I'd love to come sometime soon.
0: Thanks, Billy. Yes, Billy. Appreciate
1: it. Take care. All right. That was- hockey legend, USA hockey legend, now AGM with the Pitt Penguins. Bill Garen, if you miss any of that or you joined in halfway join in, check us out on Beyond the Badgers on Apple Podcast Patty why don't we hit a break we'll do yep. some NFL I'm a
2: champion.
3: Realize Shaq's mechanism I'm right, Shaquille O'Neal not your mother don't be stupid don't drink and drive if want to have a good time it's fine I'm the driver to drive home let's stop the madness don't drink and drive
1: Public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad the Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Beyond the Badgers here on WSUM 91 FM, Madison. We love on your power rankings. Not that anybody cares, but give nope. us quickly your top five NFL power rankings.
2: All right, big state number five, the Pittsburgh Steelers, winners wow. of three straight at five. Nice, James Conner's looking really good. Um, the Chiefs at four. What? Yeah. Who? Um, Interesting. I've have a concussion. Seriously. <laughs> my well, God. I mean, New Orleans, impressive win at Minnesota, tough place to win. So I got them at three. That's a big win. Defense looked really good. New England, once again, won by 19. I can't really move them from two. And then, obviously, the Rams undefeated at one. Like it. Like, going into week eight, we'll dive right into it. On Thursday
1: night football, the Texans defeated the Dolphins forty two to twenty three. Deshaun Watson, five touchdown passes. Nice. Two of which were to the man, the myth the legend, DeAndre Hopkins, made an unbelievable catch between his that was legs. Unbelievable. Um and the Texans, three and one at home, sitting atop the AFC South. Five Patrick your thoughts.
0: Five and a roll for the Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson obviously coming back this year off of the torn ACL injury last year, it caused him to miss most of the year. He's had his ups and downs so far, but five tutties. Again, not the stiffest of competition in the Miami Dolphins, who the we pretenders. think are the biggest, one of the biggest pretenders in yeah. the league. But they just got Demarius Thomas. I think things are looking up for the Houston Texans.
1: Absolutely. Transitioning to Sunday, the Eagles took down the Jacksonville Jaguars across the pond thanks to Carson Wentz. Three touchdown passes, 24-18. to 18. One of the big stories coming out of this game was before the game even happened, a couple Jaguar players got arrested. <laughs> Not good. Um, rolled up. I think it was a 40K bar tab before the game. <laughs> is that tough, high? Is that a lot? <laughs> tough look when you get beat up and your team has lost like four in a row. Not great. Not but great. Eagles, four and four, looking pretty good. what do you think?
0: Were you able I, to watch the cuspon?
1: I was sleeping, unfortunately, but I saw some of the highlights, highlights. and I like Carson Wentz a lot. Obviously, they got Alshon Jeffrey there, and then the addition with Golden Tate, who's a really good possession receiver. Zach Ertz, um, too. Yeah, Zach Ertz as well. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to see once they get into the late stages of the season how they're going to run the ball with J.J. Yeah. out, who's going to be their uh, banger. too. yeah. But, uh, no, I like the Eagles. Super Bowl champs look good.
0: Do. That was a big win, too gets them back at the 500. try to keep pace with the Washington Redskins leading that division.
1: Um, they needed that one. Needed that one. The oh, somewhat hometown team, Chicago Bears, <laughs> where we were watching a lot of Bears fans, defeat the Jets 24-10. Mitch Trubisky, two touchdowns, one of which was a 70-yard crib check by Tariq Cohen. My he, guy, he's fast. Yeah, he's he's a fast he, he, dude. He's really fast. Uh, and the defense, defense looks good. No Khalil Mack tonight, Uh, in on Sunday night or on Sunday afternoon, excuse me. But they still looked good. Jets go to three and five, most likely out of the playoff picture. Yes. Don't look now, but the Bears are in the first place of the NFC North.
0: Oh, it's gonna be a dogfight to the end too. You got the Packers, it. Vikes, Bears all in the
1: mix. It's gonna be a dogfight to the bitter end.
0: The this Bengals. is the best game.
1: The game was wild. The Bengals defeated the Bur- the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 37 to 34. The big story: Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's Magic, rallies the boys back to score 18 points in the fourth quarter, but they were defeated on a Randy Bullock uh, kick as time expired. Fitz he's back. Can we solidify him
0: as a starter? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, he came in. What have What did Jameis Winston have? Four picks before they pulled him.
1: Yeah, he was four straight games with at least two picks, and he had, he had four. Three or four. Three yeah. or four before they Dubs yanked looked it him. looked that up. Four. He had, he had four? four.
0: Fitzmagic comes in, leads the boys. He's got this team. They believe in him. Look at the start of what he did, but he drove them all the way back. Obviously, it would have been nice if they could have got a stop. would have been a heck of a story if they set that to OT and won. Heck of a comeback, but um Bucks fall to three and four. Um, but Fitzmagic doing what Fitzmagic does. That's yeah. Nice. I told you this. Can't just... not cheer for the guy, man. No. Can't him. Him. him.
1: I told you this off the air. I don't think that Jameis Winston will ever start a game in the NFL again. You did? I don't. I mean, you also
0: said at the, at the beginning of the year on the show that Jameis Winston will not have a contract with the I, Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Credit to me for not saying that, not for not crediting me before bringing that up myself. Credit to me on that.
0: Weird, break, weird flex, man. And, weird flex.
1: Um, yeah, I don't like him because, well, first of all, his, his Quarterback rating was lower than his Uber rating that stunk in this game. Second, he's got off-the-field issues. Nobody wants to deal with that. Third, he just doesn't look like an NFL quarterback at all this season, especially in last season he wasn't particularly great, so I don't like him getting another uh, shot in the NFL, to be honest with you. Seahawks defeat the Lions on the road 28-14. Russell Wilson, three touchdowns. And they improved to four and three. I was gonna say don't look now. Seahawks are back over five hundred. They are right in the thick of things in the NFC and they need to have a
0: strong finish. Lots of teams all hovering around that four and three, five and two mark. It's
1: gonna, <sighs> it's gonna be a dog fight to the like you be. said. Seattle right now is in the wild card with uh, a tiebreaker on Minnesota because they had a buy. Do you see the Seahawks making the playoffs this year? Ooh.
3: Let's
0: tie back look up who they play the rest they of the
1: They got to play LA, I'm sure twice, but they do get to play those stupid San Francisco and Arizona. <laughs> yeah, they stink. Yeah. They What's... have um,
2: they have the Chargers this week at home. It'll be a then... good game. Oh, wow. This is brutal. Brutal. So San LA Chargers, Rams on the road, Packers at home, Panthers on the road. Stuff. Yeah, that's a tough.
0: We'll see. Not <clears throat> I don't see them making class. Like want... want them to. Like Andrews, but I don't see him making the playoffs.
1: You got to think there's going to be two out of the Vikes conference there NFC North yeah. with the Pack and the Vikes. And Bears. Oh, shoot the Bears. And the too. Bears. And then there might be NFC South with theirs and the Saints. Yeah, so that just kind of takes um, up two yeah, spots. Too many, right there, too many so. teams. We'll see. Chiefs defeat the Broncos 30 to 23. Patrick Mahomes keeps it up with three yards and Weird. four touchdowns. Tier MVP so far in yes. the National Football League.
0: Yes. Wow. Dubs asked it two weeks ago in one of his questions. I said, Yes, Mahomes is my MVP, the real MVP, because this, how many touchdowns does he have now? Let's, I'm looking at this. I think this up like 22. 22. I think. Yeah, like that's, that's just insane. That's pretty insane. Pretty
2: good.
1: 26. 26. 22 20, coming into yeah. the game.
0: 26, yeah. 26 touchdowns in eight games.
1: It's pretty good. <laughs> I like Todd Gurley. People said so Gurley. It was
0: Gurley, but I mean, Mahomes, man, basically a rookie. And did some games uh, last year, but he's in his a starter. I give it to him.
1: As we said before, Demarius Thomas from the Broncos to the Texans, pretty much a give up play in my opinion yes. for the Broncos. So their season's he's pretty much over. For a high draft pick, um, the G- lose another game. Stop me if you heard that before. Redskins defeat twenty to thirteen on the road. DJ Swearinger interception twice, uh, one in the red zone. My man. Now, first of all, I want to get this out of the way because i Peterson, yeah, big fan. I want to personally guarantee right now on these airwaves, I will never, and I promise never, pick the Giants to win another game on this show. They Is it will, because you picked them last week? They stink. <laughs> they are <laughs> they terrible. They stink, man. Eli Manning throwing interceptions well, in the red zone, he stinks.
0: Like, it's funny, we talk about how they had to get weapons involved. They got OBJ. He had eight receptions, 136 yards. And they still lost because Eli Manning does Eli Manning things, throws a pick late because
1: they stink. Yeah, he's horrible. AFC move right North, that game. Yeah. showdown. The Steelers defeat the Browns 33-18. The big story, as Dubs mentioned, in the first five. Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley both relieved of their duties following this game. Steelers look like a wagon again at home with Big Ben. He's got a broken finger, but what are your thoughts on the Steelers?
0: Steelers have looked nice, man. Dubs touched on it. James Conner's been lights out, uh, filling in for the sideline by choice, Le'Veon Bell. Really interesting to see what happens if he he comes back after their bye to play and what they're going to do in that backfield.
1: Again, Adam Schefter reported that no Le'Veon Bell by 3 p.m., therefore he cannot get traded. You have to be under contract to get traded. He's currently not. So if so, around. He will not be traded. Carolina taking on the Baltimore Ravens. They defeat them 36-21. Cam Newton's looking pretty good. And Patrick, is a time for Lamar Jackson under center in Baltimore?
0: I think so, yes. He really? got his first passing touchdown this week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Joe Flacco had, had a nice start to the year, but has not been as good in the last couple weeks. Give it to him. You're 4-4. Four and four. I mean, you're still you're still battling in the division and in the AFC, but getting the chance, why not? Yeah, the Ravens. What do you really have to lose?
1: Ravens were looking good. They coming. They came off that uh, missed extra point by Justin yeah. Tucker. They lost that game to the Saints, which they sh- sh- probably at least should tie. gone tied. over time. Yeah, uh, and then they get beat by the Panthers. Panthers are good, man. Four zero at home. Good. Cam Newton looks great. The defense. People, is I feel a like little people are sleeping
0: out. on them this year. They're pretty. But good. They haven't. I know, but they haven't gotten as much. I mean, there's been all the talk about the Rams I, and the Chiefs and the Panthers are just kind of low key
1: I think, flying under the radar. Call me crazy, but I think it's because nobody likes Cam Newton. <laughs> and I love Cam Newton. He's he's crazy good. Like a lot of he's people stud. sleep on Cam Newton. Superman. I he's good. He's good. They they have good players. They just don't have I mean, they have Flash. They have Cam Newton, but they don't have like they got Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know why, but people just don't like Don't Cam like Cam. Cam. Into the afternoon slate, the Colts defeat the Raiders 42 28. The Raiders stink. The Colts are still in the hunt. Uh, your thoughts on this game?
0: Marlon Mack was nasty this game. Rushed Marlon Mack's running all over him. 25 times, 132 yards, two touchdowns. He was running all over them. The Raiders stink. They're in full cell, full, full tank. We had three first rounders this year. Three yep. first, three first round picks this year, two second rounders.
1: Dominique Rogers Camardi retired today.
0: Yep, saw that, but they um they're in full sale, they're in full rebuild. This is gonna be John Gruden's team after this year, going into the draft. Um but the Colts Colts have hung around a lot of games this year. They're three and five right now. Not a playoff team, but they uh they pick up the win here against Oakland.
1: In LA, the Rams defeated the Packers twenty nine twenty seven. Mr. Ty Montgomery with a crucial fumble in the last two and a yeah. half minutes to choke away the game. But the big story was Todd Gurley not running the ball in with the Rams minus seven and a half and <laughs> the over under at like fifty. Missed over under by two. a point. By a point. People were I, I've never seen so many mad people online.
0: I don't blame it. You got money you got money on the game and it happens. I mean it, it was the right play and Theory. I mean you guarantee you guarantee that Aaron Rodgers doesn't get the ball back and doesn't do something crazy. Never know what happens with kickers on extra points this year. Did the right thing, they got the win, and at the end of the day the Rams are undefeated and Todd Gurley is like you mentioned gonna be an MVP candidate. So no issues with it from me. But what are you doing back there, man?
1: Anyways I was just doing weird things. Todd, Todd Montgomery basically told Packer Nation that he's better than Aaron Rodgers running that out. Pretty much. Uh, and like I love four yards deep too. I love Twitter when people are mad online so that was fun to watch. A game we can really skip over the Cardinals defeat the 49ers right 18 to 15. Jordan program looks pretty good. Christian Kirk called in the game winning touchdown in the final 2 minutes. The big game of the day was my Vikings losing at the, uh New Orleans Saints 20. Adam Thielen fumbles. Kirk Cousins throws a pick six and we're in panic mode in Minnesota.
0: You're not in panic mode yet, but you're you're in caution mode.
1: Absolutely. You're in, you're yeah, in that in was all the mode. offense. All the offense. It was a,
0: it was a big, big fun to fumble for Thielen. Um uh, swing, he fumbled it and then the Saints went down and scored right after. Um it fourteen point swing. It's not what you want to happen. And still sitting pretty helped that Green Bay. Uh that it helped Rodgers didn't get the chance to try and drive down the field, get the win for him. Fights like that, they lose. Um, but they're going to be in a dogfight right down to the bitter end, week seventeen. Saints look down. like a wagon, man. Saints are.
1: Fuck day was last night. Beat the feed, the Bills twenty-five-six. Tom Brady, one touchdown. Bill Nathan Peterman's coming in because Derek Anderson hurt. Mister Allen's hurt. The Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. That's all wow. I'm going to say. Wow. All right, Dubs, let's do a couple picks. Why don't we in week nine? let Let's. We got about five minutes. Let's keep her going here.
2: All right, uh, game of the week on Thursday night, Oakland at, <laughs> at San Francisco. Week.
1: Get out of here. I got 49ers.
0: I'm also going to take the Niners. The Raiders stink. Yep, both teams kind of stink.
2: Um, Detroit versus Minnesota at U.S. Bank. If you don't pick Minnesota, you're dumb. I'm taking one to. No, I'm taking the mics. Bounce back. Bears
1: against Nathan Peterman,
2: please. Yeah, please and thank you. And the Chiefs against the Browns, please. Yes, please. All right, we got uh, the Pretenders versus Sam Darnold and the Jets. Now I
1: don't want to pick the Pretenders, but I have to pick the Pretenders because they're three and one at home. I'm taking the Dolphins.
0: It's the exact reason I'm going to pick them. They're at home.
2: Interesting game here. Atlanta could go back to five hundred against Washington. You want I me to got- go? I got go. the
1: Falcons. I love the Falcons on the road. I, you're looking at me like you want to take the Falcons, but I, I love know. the
0: Falcons. I the know. They're 0 of and and 2
2: on the road, but I'm, I'm taking the Falcons too. And then we got Fitzmagic with the QBR of 119 at Carolina. It's high. Fire. Who do you
1: got?
0: This is,
2: I feel like this is a trap game,
0: uh, but I got him in my top five. Power rankings taking Carolina at home.
2: I'll take Carolina as well. Battle in the AFC North: Baltimore and Pittsburgh at Baltimore.
0: It's a big game. Who do you got? I take the Steelers on the road.
1: Shoot, because this I was going to take the Steelers. That. No, th- this this uh, series this is, is usually this split. Gonna be, this is going to be a and tight. the Ravens won the first game, so I'm going to go. There's
0: always with.
2: lots of yellow flags. You know what? I can't this. see the
1: Ravens losing three in a row. I'm going to go with the Ravens. Here you go. All
2: right. Um, the five and three Texans, winners of five in a row, at Denver in Mile High. Denver's good at home, but I'm taking the Texans. I like Demarius Thomas.
1: The fact that Denver's favorite in this game tells you all you need to know. I'm taking Denver.
2: Indeed, the Demarius Thomas Bowl. Um, afternoon games. We got Chargers in Seattle against Ooh, the Seahawks.
1: My L A Chargers will win this game.
2: My Seattle
0: Seahawks will win this game at home. Okay. First real game for the real serious opponent for the Chargers. All right. Taking Seattle home.
2: Huge one, huge one coming huge up one. in New Orleans at the Bayou. We got Saints and Rams.
0: I'll let you go first, Dan.
2: I'm taking the Saints. No, I'm man, taking
0: the Rams. We're I'm taking all... the Rams.
1: I hate the Saints. I hate the Saints because they just killed the Vikes. I'm taking the Rams.
0: I'm taking the Saints at home. I think they. Uh, I think they knock off the undefeated. This is why Rams. I
1: lose because I get pressured into switching. No
0: way. You picked the Giants last week, man. You picked I'm... the Giants. Are you
1: taking the 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 Patriots on taking Sunday the night? Um, well, we gotta skip over that. No, I'll go first. I'll go
0: first in this one. Or I'll let you go first and I'll pick the other one. Taking on the Patriots. Alright, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the pack.
2: Good. Battle with goats. And then Monday night we got uh Tennessee against Dallas.
1: My Dallas Cowboys at home and proved a foreign. Oh. Yeah,
0: they're undefeated at home. I'm taking the Cowboys at home. Good all stuff. right.
1: Boys, let's do a little locks. Locks. Now first of all, in the NFL, it's a weird week. A lot of big point spreads, a lot of weird games, not a great slate. But if there is a lock. I have ever seen in my life it is the Chicago Bears minus nine and a half with Nathan Peterman starting under center lock it up don't even think twice check the score even after the game you don't even need to see it because you know you're going to win
0: like that one a lot also really like the Chiefs minus eight and a half against the Browns Mahomes Holmes throws tighties man interesting he throws tighties
1: alright Dubs stay with me here because I got a three I got a 3 for you here in the college football landscape I know I'm better than two and four Dubs you got all that messed yeah, up
0: that, that's a mix up
1: Baylor plus 8. Oklahoma State coming off a big win at home against Texas. they got to go to Waco. No way they cover 8. Tulsa minus 17.5 playing UConn. UConn stinks. They had two good games. They're going to drop off. And Purdue should have beaten. I picked against them in my lock, and that one. But they should have beaten Michigan State. They get Iowa at home, who's coming off a tough loss to Penn State. they got to look ahead to Northwestern next week. Give me Purdue minus 3. Lock it up. Buy yourself something nice. Those are my locks of the week.
0: Taking some big spreads this week. College football, landscape. taking Clemson, minus 39 against Louisville. Dude, you're crazy. I said they were going to win last week on their massive spread, and they did. Uh, And then I'm also going to take Ohio State at home, minus 18 against Nebraska. Like it. Like it. Lock it up. That's all we got here. Beyond the Badgers, Dubs, writing those down again as usual. Check out the boys, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Twitter, Facebook, all the social media. If you missed any part of today's show, interview with Bill Guerin. That's all we got.
1: We love you.